While going through life, sometimes we get in ruts. Most often, we live our lives how society and culture expect us to, towing the line. But it feels empty, we feel unfulfilled, and we know deep down there's much more to life. This is Unplugged Freedom. This is Unplugged Freedom. Life is not just a one-size-fits-all. We're here to offer you a new perspective on how you can create true freedom for yourself. No limits. No limits. No restrictions. No restrictions. You have passions and interests, skills and talents. It's time to dig, find them, and use them. Let's do this. He's here to help you get more out of life. Unplugged Freedom with Nathan Isaac. Yo, what is happening, guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of the Unplugged Freedom podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about why, quote unquote, normal people have it so much easier than you or I. Now, the reason that I say you or I is because... If you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that you're probably, you don't probably, you probably don't fall under, let's say, the status quo type people, the, the normies, as you know, you might hear me say sometimes. And why is it that they have it so much easier than you or I? And it's because at the end of the day, their life is, it's, it's just laid out beautifully for them. There's no thinking involved for them. And it's, it's, it's something that, you know, when I'm going through shit, maybe I may be facing with big decisions or something and I'm looking at uh, which direction do I want to go. I kind of look at them and I say, oh, you guys just, you guys have it so easy and you have no idea, no idea. They just know what's next in their life. They just know. It's just so simple. And so, but at the end of the day, I would much prefer this life, my life, over that life. Even though there's a lot of uncertainty within my life versus theirs, I would much prefer this. Now, if you value certainty, then go ahead and go that direction but just know the consequences of that as well and also make sure that it's your life you know that's my that's my message always is that i always want people to live their life don't live my life live your life whatever it is that you want to do so and that can be anything you find out that you do want to have a family you do want to have a house you do want to have a, a nice successful career but you find out that that's what you truly want to do and you go and do that like that is my that is my happiness is to see you do that for yourself but not to go out and do something just because it is expected of you and so that's the huge difference i always tell people like i'm i'm not here to tell you to live my life i'm here to tell you to live your life figure it out trying to help you along to figure out what is your life and what makes you happy so that you can make the best decisions for yourself and create the life that is yours and yours alone. And that can be anything, whatever it is. And so let's talk about the normies. 
okay? And why they have it so much easier. And they have, they literally have no idea. They have no idea. So in, in the, the normal aspect of people who live life and not to say that there's anything wrong with it. It's just what's, what is wrong with it is that a lot of them are just doing it because they're just doing the motions. They're not even thinking about it. And that's where the problem comes in. And that's why there is so much unhappiness in this world. That's why there is so much obesity, disease, and sickness in this world, and so much division in this world is because people aren't living their life. They are just living a life that was told to them that they should actually go after and what is considered successful or that they will see happiness. So right from the get-go, right when you're a baby, your parent already knows that you are going to go to, let's say, kindergarten, right? So, you know, you're going to grow up, you're going to go to kindergarten. After that, you're going to go to elementary school, you're going to go to middle school, high school, and what do you think you're going to do after that? Well, exactly. You're probably going to be thinking about college, university, maybe a, a skills a skills education like plumbing, electri- electrician, something like that, whatever it is. So that's your kind of mindset. And then what after that? Well, after that, you, let's say you, you're going to go after your career, right? So you're, like, you're looking for your career. So you go find your career. It's like, okay, got the career. I got the education. I got the schooling. All right, what's next on the list? And you got this big shopping list, like it's, like it's a grocery list. And what it is, is you're like, oh, I need a partner. That's what I need. Okay, I'm going to go find a partner. This is the beauty. Because most people see life as like some grocery shopping list, they just go out, you know, like, hey, are you looking for a relationship? No. Okay. Hey, are you, are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking to settle down? No. Okay. How about you? You look like a, a decent candidate. Are you looking to settle down? And they're like, yes, actually I am. Are you? I am. Well, fantastic. Let's do this. Bam. They check it off the list and then they move on. What's next after that? Well, obviously you're going to move in together. Okay. What's after that? Marriage. What's after that? Kids. Okay. And then the cycle continues. What's after that? You start moving up the ladder in your job. You buy a house. Maybe you buy some vehicles. You... You, you just go down the line with this life. Everything's all laid out for you. Okay, you've got, uh, uh, even throughout the year, like let's say January. Was it, was, is there anything in January? January, January. Um, I can't really think of, a, let's say, holidays in January just because we have the new year, right? But in February here in Canada, we have Family Day. Okay, we just had it last week. I think it's hilarious because when you talk to people, they're like, oh, we're going to go out and do something for a family day. And I, I just kind of, I, I laugh because like I hear them all talking about it and all talking about going out for family day. And I'm like, you know that there's 365 days out of the year and that you can do anything with the family at any time of the year. Like, like you can't. And it, probably be much better now to kind of give you another perspective what else is also in february valentine's day you got chocolates you got teddy bears you got flowers Ooh, 
and it's it's when all the girls they post their photo oh my god look it's i'm so special i got the best man in the world he sent flowers to my work uh, i'm gonna tell you right now gentlemen and ladies better hold your men to a higher standard okay gentlemen if you are sending flowers chocolates teddy bears any of that bullshit on valentine's day i'm sorry i'm sorry but you got to step your game up okay you want to fucking stand out from the crowd. You want to show your woman that you kick ass and you take names. What day is it today? It's February 26th. Try sending her flowers. Try doing something special for her on February 26th. Who else is doing it? Nobody's doing it. So you want to stand out from the crowd. You want to show her that you don't need a simple day in order to show your affection for her. Do it some other time. Do it on June 16th. What's June 16th? June 16th is nothing, right? And that's what makes it more special. So you're going to do this one time out of the year, okay? And it's it's not because you you necessarily thought about it or you just came up with the idea. It's because that's what you're supposed to do and you want to keep up with the Joneses, as they always say. What else we got? March. March is like um, St. Patrick's Day. People go out drinking. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's, it's, I think, spring break, maybe. April. We've got April. Easter is in April. And what do people do on Easter? They, you know, they get the family together and they, you know, have this dinner. And um, I don't know. It's actually kind of weird. Easter's kind of become like a, a second Christmas. And what I mean by that is that you know, people are like getting gifts and stuff and, oh yeah, my husband bought me this, you know, brand new kitchen set for, for Easter and, you know, oh yeah, we got a new TV for Easter and blah, 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 like all this kind of stuff. I'm like, back in my day, like, it was like, you got your chocolate bunny and a couple of Easter eggs, you painted some eggs, you know, the night before and like, you know, there were no gifts. As far as I know, I didn't hear of many people really getting gifts on Easter, but I hear about it now, which I think is weird. That's the consumerism world that we live in. And consumerism is, is just, a, if you can pull yourself out of it, uh, you will save yourself a lot of grief. And so it's you'll you'll appreciate things a lot different. And then you go through, out throughout the year. You got spring break, you've got um, summer holidays, let's say, and then You've got coming around Halloween. Some people celebrate Halloween. And let's say you got Thanksgiving. Okay, you got Thanksgiving. This is the time to be thankful. And then everybody's all being thankful. And it's just like, like you need a day out of the year in order to be thankful. Now, if you want to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and all this stuff, like that's great. Go do you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bashing these things. What I'm, what I am bashing though is people who are just doing this stuff who are just like oh i'm thankful for a family and i'm thankful for this dinner and i'm thankful for my health like the the one day out of the year where they're just spewing shit out their mouth that they they heard on a movie one time and whereas like if you want to be thankful like you want to really be thankful i dare you to be thankful when shit's just going sideways. That is when it counts. 
not when everything's good, not when you're just supposed to, you know, be told to be thankful because of a day. I'm talking when shit goes sideways. You just lost your house. You just lost your business. You know, maybe a family member passed away. Maybe you just lost your job. Whatever it is, when shit's going sideways and you can be thankful during those times, you have my utter respect. I remember one time, I can't remember if I shared, I'm pretty sure I shared this story on my podcast and it was, it was about the time I was homeless for a month. Uh, I was due to a, a relationship that I was in. I, I left it and I was just an absolute wreck. Nobody knew about my situation. I was just a lost soul. This was literally 10 years ago and uh, almost 11 actually. And so I, I had no direction. I didn't know who I was. It was, it was just, I was just such a complete wreck. But there were two things that I knew. One was that where I was didn't matter. And if you understand this, you can do so many great things. Where you are doesn't matter. Where you've been doesn't matter. As long as you've learned and you've grown over those years and you try to be better. What matters is where you're going. And this is something that I knew during that time. Like literally I would be driving around Vancouver. I'd find the steepest hill. I couldn't even put my seat back because I had so much stuff in my car. So I'd find the steepest hill and park on that. So it's kind of leaning back, just crank on the uh, parking brake. And uh, then I'd fall asleep that way. Wake up in the morning and it was, yeah, it was just a, just a mess. And that was during the June or July, June or July of, of, uh, 2012. And so, yeah, it was, it was just crazy to, to experience that. But I knew deep down in my heart, I said, you know, where I am doesn't matter because it's where I'm going. And so knowing this, that kept, kept me afloat. Like imagine somebody like out in the ocean and you're trying to swim and you have nothing but like your head just barely poking out. That's kind of like how I, I would describe it. That me with my head just poking out of the water, barely afloat, was just knowing that where I was didn't matter. And knowing that I was able to keep my head afloat. And the second thing that I knew was that I had to keep my mindset strong. I had to. I could not let any self-doubts, I could not let any uh, negative thoughts come in and just spiral me out of control. Like I literally was falling asleep in Starbucks locations. I'd go to the public library and I'd be falling asleep there. There was this one park where it was like a really nice spot and I would fall asleep there and just under this bench and I just would pass out. Like it was just, it was just wild. And so, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm very thankful for that experience in that time because I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about life from that, you know, who I am today. And like a lot of the stuff that I talk about on this podcast is I learned a lot from that situation and many others as well. And I try to learn from a lot of my situations. Am I perfect? No, I'm the furthest from thing from it. But that's okay. 
I, I try to improve. I see where I'm lacking. I try to improve upon it. I'm not perfect. I keep messing up. I'll continue to mess up and I'll try not to make the same mistakes. And that's all you can do. And so, so those two things, knowing that where I was didn't matter and knowing that I had to keep my mindset strong, I knew that I would get out of that situation. And it was, it was, it was very interesting. So how did I do that? Well, that was through positive things. Okay. Like I read a lot of different positive books, uh, Tony Robbins, um, uh, like I, I love Tony Robbins because he's not just a, a motivational speaker. He's what he calls a strategist. And what a strategist is, is they give you a plan. They give you actual tools that you can use. Motivational speakers are great because, well, they motivate you, right? But if you're going in the wrong direction, then motivating you is not what you need because you're just going to be motivated to continue going in the wrong direction, but even faster. So sometimes you need a good strategy. So in order to get a good strategy, you're thinking, you know, well, uh, I always say like, let's say you wake up in the forest and you have no idea which way to go, how to get out of there. But you've got your motivational tapes and you wake up in the morning, you say, hey, today I'm going to get out of this forest. You listen to your motivational tapes, you get all hyped up, boom, you set on out. Guess what? You're 10 times more lost. You're thinking, holy smokes. There's actually a forest in Japan right now. I, I can't remember if it's on Mount Fuji, but it's like, if you go in there, you can get lost and you'll get so lost that you can actually die because you're so lost. And people will go out there and kill themselves. And yeah, it's, uh, it's wild. But uh, you really have to know where you're going out in that forest because you can actually get lost where you will starve to death. And yeah, it's wild. So, so if you wake up in the forest and you just have motivational tapes, well, that's great, but that's not going to do you any good. What's going to do you good is have a good strategy. And so you think, okay... I've learned stuff about the forest. I know how to find water. I know how to make a shelter. I know how to find food. I know what to eat. I know how to find my direction when I'm lost out in the forest. So with that strategy, you put something together. You say, this is what I'm going to do to accomplish all that. And then you set out with your motivational tapes. Now you're going to be able to... to go through your strategy, work through your strategy even better, even faster. Cause well, like when you want to give up on your, on your game plan, you have your motivational tapes to help you to push you through those hard times. And so that's the difference between strategy and motivation. Now on another side note, that was in 2012 that I, that I had that. And it was crazy because like, I remember listening to Tony Robbins. This was just to keep my mindset strong, just to remember that where I was didn't matter. It was all about where I was going and that I wasn't going to stay here. It was just where I was at the current time because of the current situation. And I knew that there would be a day where I would look back at this and it would be completely different. So fast forward. 2016, I'm in Australia and I found out that Tony Robbins was having an event at, in Sydney, Australia. 
And I, I was ecstatic. I was in Brisbane at the time, short flight away from Sydney. And I was like, no way. And I immediately went online, bam, 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 spent the money. It cost me like $2,500 for four days, uh, including my Airbnb and all that stuff. And I remember being there, like you, you're in a room of 5,000 people and the place is just rocking. I spent the extra money so that I could get up closer. Like it was just wild. And I remember when he came out on the stage, it was, ab- I was like so emotional because m- memories from being in my car and you know, just at such a point in my life where I was so lost and just totally not the, not the same person who I was that day. Memories of that came to me and it just hit me so hard. And I was like so emotional when he stepped out on stage. I was like, this guy has no idea how he has impacted my life. How if I didn't know his trainings and his teachings from before that moment when I was homeless... I may not have gone through it. I may have like spiraled down and, and went into a shitty route. But because I read his books, I listened to his uh, audio trainings and, you know, I've watched all these different videos of him and I've learned these different things from him. When I was faced with that situation of being homeless in my car, I knew for a fact deep down in my heart that it was a temporary time. It was a temporary situation and that was okay it was okay that i was there and so it was such a crazy time such a crazy time and so hell if the reason that i bring this up is because you know we're talking about thanksgiving and everything and like i said if, if you can learn to be thankful during the shitty times when shit goes south like that's when it counts but if you but if you were just you know, getting together on Thanksgiving and that's when you're so-called thankful. I'm sorry, I just I just don't necessarily respect you. <laughs> and then after Christmas, what do you have? You have, I mean, after Thanksgiving, what do you have? You have Christmas. Now, I don't necessarily like Christmas. I don't actually celebrate a whole lot of holidays mainly because, you know, after my parents passed away and everything. And so um, I just mainly celebrated it with them. And ever since they passed away, like, I just, I don't, they're, they're just days to me. That's all they are. They're just days to me. You know, if, if like, even my birthday, I don't celebrate my birthday. And not very many people know my birthday. I, I don't tell people. I don't advertise it. I don't tell it, even if it's my birthday. Uh, I had one friend who... She surprised me because I didn't know if anybody knew my birthday. And she she actually said happy birthday to me. And I was just like shocked. I was like, how do you know? Who told you? What? And part of the reason for that is because, um, like, it's, it's once again, it's just another day. It's, it's a self-reflection day for me. I will kind of look at myself and say, okay, how has the last year been? You know, what are all the things that I've accomplished? What are all the things that I've, I've gone through and uh, succeeded through? And what are the challenges that I overcame? And, and, you know, did I do better than the year before? And so that's, that's what I try to 
try to look at it as. And so, yeah, birthdays, like I had, uh, I think it was last year, not last year, but the year before, had a friend and she said like, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, nothing. There's nothing I want for my birthday. It's nothing I, because if there's anything that I want, then I'm just going to get it, right? If it's a material thing. And at the end of the day, like, it, I would say if you, I don't know, if you wanted to so-called give me something, then it would be whatever you think, right? And so this is, um, um, this is also another thing kind of leads into what, what these holidays and these things mean for normal people. And that when I would give gifts, I try to give a gift that meant something. And so if somebody had an interest in art, a certain type of art, maybe I'd give a gift of some sort that would kind of like fuel that fire for them. Like, Hey, here's a ticket to this art show. I know this artist is somebody that you've really liked and you've been inspired by. And so I just wanted to um, get this for you. And um, not necessarily like material type things. Like I used to, I remember I used to, you know, buy, buy the girlfriend at the time, an iPod, you know, and just things, stuff, right? You just go out and you just buy stuff. It was just all meaningless, but that's what you're supposed to do, right? And so, whereas, like for myself, I like try to go and think about like who the person is and what do I think that they would like? What what would, what do I think that would bring a little bit of happiness to them, a, a little bit of joy? And what do I think is something that like I bought a gift for one of my friends and uh, for Christmas and I, I don't buy people a whole lot of gifts. And so once in a while I might buy somebody, you know, a gift here and there, like, but I have to kind of be feeling it. It's not just, I'm just going out like, oh, I got to buy gifts for this person. And oh, I got Johnny and Susie to buy gifts for. And like, oh, like, no, it's just, if I feel like buying you a gift, I'm going to buy you a gift. If I don't, then I don't. And you know, if you take offense to that, then that's your own problem. And so anyways, I bought, bought a gift for my friend and it was kind of like a, um, multitude of gifts and where I live, I kind of wanted to kind of buy things that were say locally made kind of unique things to hear that they could experience and kind of bring a little piece of where I live to them and say like here a lot of these are locally made items and things and i hope that um you enjoy them kind of stuff and so you know i'd go around to the different shops and find the find the cool little locally made stuff and so um but yeah it's uh, that's one way that i do it and I, I find that it has a lot more meaning behind it than to just go out and be like i bought you a blender I'll tell you one, um, I knew this one guy and, uh, he's, he's got his girlfriend, wife, whatever she is. And he says to me, he says, um, he's like, yeah, the old lady told the old lady to give me a list of, uh, everything that she wanted for her or things that she might want for Christmas. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. He's like, yep, yeah. bought the whole list and he was so proud of it. 
you know, just like air fryer, blender, a dish set, like what are just stuff. And I'm like, really? Like that's, that's what Christmas is to people. It's just, you didn't, you didn't even think about it. You got her to think about it, about these materialistic items. And you got her to put it into a list. And then you just went out and bought that list. All you did was just walk into a store, exchange, and then there you go. You just handed that over. You're like, here you go, sweetheart. Like, like you wonder why divorce is at an all-time high. You wonder why unhappiness, depression, and all these things are at an all-time high. Like, it, it, it's no, not a, no, it's a no-brainer. There's another one. I, I was listening to this guy at work. And he says, yeah, you know, me, uh, me and the wife, we decided to go out and buy our own gifts. And then we would give that to the other person and then we would wrap it. And then we would then give those gifts to each other on Christmas. I can't tell you how just even saying it, it just frustrates the hell out of me. Like think okay think about that like like i said when when i buy a gift i try to think about the person who i'm buying it for i kind of think of like who who is this person like when i was buying this one gift for this for this uh a friend of mine i've racked my brain off of it i racked my brain off of it and i was like what, what do i want to get them and i was like writing all these things down i'm like who are they what are they like what are they you know, and I had all these different ideas and then I started to narrow it down. And then there was like this one, this one like blanket. I walked into a store and there was like this one like wool blanket. It was a really nice blanket. And I was like, huh, I think it was like $150 or something. And it's a really nice blanket. I can't remember where from, but yeah. So I left and I kind of bought these other items that were on, that I kind of thought of and but I wanted like the main gift. I was like, what am I going to make the main gift? And the blanket kind of, it was in my mind. And I was kind of thinking like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Like what, uh, what do I, what do I want to do? And so then I was like, I kind of liked that blanket. You know, I was over, I was touching it. I was looking at the different colors and everything. And then I, it just was stuck in my mind. And then I just said, I'm like, that's it. That'll be the main, that'll be the main gift. So then I went back to the store like the next couple of days later and I went and looked at it with full intentions of buying this blanket, but I didn't like the feel of it when I actually like took a closer look and like, I didn't like the feel of it. And I said, okay, I don't like the feel of this. And so then um, I was like, okay, well, this is not it, but I think I'm on the right direction with a, a nice blanket like this. So then I went to this other store, the really nice like little store, and I asked her, and I know the business owner, and so I said, hey, uh, I'm looking for something like this. Like, what do you have? And she's like, oh, we have all these different things. And she gave me the different materials, different things. We had sheep's wool, we had alpaca wool, we had wool, we had just all these different kinds of materials. And well, actually, I was looking at the ones, and I said, this is my budget. She says, okay, th these are them. I said, okay. And she says, here's this one too, but this one's like much more expensive. It's this because it's alpaca. It's all 100% alpaca wool. And I was like, I'm like, this is really nice. I said, I really like this. 
And then she says, well, if you want, I can show you another set of blankets, but uh, they're kind of a little bit more expensive. I was like, whatever, show it to me. Because here's what I think. If, if the gift is perfect, the price doesn't matter. To a degree, of course. Of course, right? But here I had a price of, let's say, $150, which I was expecting for a nice, nice blanket. Nice throw blanket, whatever you call them. And so, and she said these ones were going to be about $250. I was like, whatever, just show them to me. Because if the gift is perfect then the price necessarily doesn't matter. If I can afford it, I'm going to I'm going to buy it. And so she shows this to me and I'm feeling I'm like, "Oh wow, I re- oh wow, I like this." And so then what happened was now it was just down to I was sold on these. I went from a budget of $150 to $250. Just like that, just because it became that much more perfect of what I was looking for, exactly what I was looking for. Now it just came down to which one, because the different, the different uh, designs had a different feel to the material, whether it was like crisscross or it was whatever it was, they had different feels to them. So now it was just down to whichever one, and I'm sitting there like cuddling these blankets. And I was just finally decided on the one, I said, this one right here. And the reason I share this is because like that's, like the, the amount of thought process that goes into buying a gift. And whereas the people, yeah, they just, here, I'm going to buy myself a gift and then I'm going to give that to you and then you're going to wrap it and then you're going to give that to me on Christmas. Like how, how I'm sorry, but how fucked up does that sound? <laughs> going back to like, you wonder why happiness and depression is on the, uh, well, happiness is on the, you know, decline and depression is on the rise. It's not a surprise. You wonder why divorce rates are on the rise. Well, here's your fucking reasoning for that. And the friend that I bought a gift for, like, I don't think I ever bought them a gift before. I've known them for a while and I just, you know, it, it was just... It was something for me personally, it's something from within. It's something that when I'm out and I may think, it's just kind of like you think about someone. I remember one time, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna talk about this in another podcast, but I, I went to this coffee shop. It was when I was in Vancouver. And I know one of my friends and she drinks coffee and everything, she always, um, all this stuff. And I bought her a gift too. On, uh, couple years back and um the same kind of like thought process in that as well and so um but that was like a while ago but anyways like she likes her coffee and stuff and i i was at this coffee shop i'm in vancouver i hadn't talked to her for a long time and but i saw this coffee cup it was just like a little travel mug and i loved the color of it and i love it just it was like this little shape and it's just everything and i'm like i really like that cup I wouldn't use it. And I'm kind of thinking like, but I feel like I want to buy it. But I don't know. I'm like, is there anybody I would give it to? And then she kind of came to mind. I was like, she'd be perfect. That color, that like cute cup, like just the way that it was. And then uh, uh, 
I gave it to her. So, so I bought it anyways. So not only did I buy it, I said, well, I don't want to just give it to her as the cup. I want to give it to, so I went and bought some lint chocolates, stuffed them in the cup, and then like, um, you know, put those in, put it in this little box, and then I shipped it. No name, no return address, no nothing. She had no idea who it was. And yeah, I'm going to talk about this like uh, in another, because there's, there's something really strange, interesting about this. But um, yeah, so, but she loved it. Uh, and like the message is somewhere, but yeah, she loved it. You know, and she replied back to me and said, I love my little cup and like took a photo of it. She was all stoked and was using it. And she was all excited that uh, she said that she had no idea who sent it, but she thought there was probably only one person who would do something like this. And then she, she said, I thought you, but because we hadn't talked for a while, I didn't think that it could be you, but my thought was that it was you. And so she was pleasantly surprised to, to find out that it was me. And so it was, it was just something, right? And so like, that's kind of like what I do personally for gifts and, and gentlemen, if you're reading this, trust me, like, don't, don't do this dumb shit. And the women, I'm sure like you would appreciate it if you're a man would put some thought into the gift, right? Like who wouldn't? Like, I don't want just like, here's a list of things that I took the time to think about that I took the time to write down. And, you know, here you can go buy some of that and give it to me on the day. That, that, that just, that just sounds so stupid. And that's what this world has come to. So anyways, going back to average people, normies, they just have it so much easier. It's because their whole life is just laid out. It's so easy. It's just so simple. They just, you know, they, they, they know that they're going to have this job for the next however many years. They know that they're going to have this wife for the next however many years. They know they're going to have this house for however many years. Okay. Whereas maybe yourself, you were, maybe you're single. Maybe you're in a relationship that you're kind of thinking, I, I, I don't feel like I want to be in this relationship anymore. And you're kind of, you know, considering maybe getting out of it or maybe even staying in it, whatever it is that you choose. But at the end of the day, you are thinking that, that there's, there's possibly a different direction. You may be at a point where you're looking at a different job opportunity and you're kind of thinking like, what do I do? Right. Most people just take a job, the first job that they got, and then they, they stick with that. That's it. Like, I know guys who, they got a job out of high school. They still have that job. Now, if they, if they enjoy it and they're happy, I have no problems with that. But if you're just in it because you don't know anything else to do and you're scared to go to something else, even though you can make, you know, double the money elsewhere, then that's when I have a problem. Then that's when I lose respect for someone. So... that's just what I'm saying is that for, for people like us, like we have no idea, like let's take the, the last two years. A lot of us were, you know, and we may have lost our jobs. I lost my job for 10 months. I lost my job. I had no idea. I was just doing my job. I was doing my thing and I was just loving life. And then all of a sudden there came a point and I was thinking, 
I may not have a job in three months. Holy shit, what am I going to do? Whereas, if you're a normal person, the government comes out and tells you you have to do something, what do you do? You go and do it. You behave. You turn on the news, you get your information, you get what you're supposed to think, you get your beliefs that you're supposed to have, and you go and do that. Whereas, like, for you or I, you know, we have the ability to think for ourselves. We have the ability to question our beliefs, to question the norm, to, to question the status quo. We have that ability. And so when someone comes in and says, hey, you should do this, you're kind of like, hey, wait a minute. Let me just make sure that that's, that's a good decision for myself. Okay, let me ask a few questions first. But then all of a sudden you are shunned, you're censored, you're deleted, you are you're uh, discriminated against for asking questions. This is absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. But we take it and we move forward. Why? Because that's what we do. We, we believe in certain things. We stand up for what we believe in. If you listen to this podcast, you stand up for what you believe in. There's a lot of people out there that sold themselves out. And it's unfortunate. Eric, Unfortunately, there is a price for most people. There is a price. I know people who were adamant about not getting a certain thing. And you quickly knew what their price was. Their price was going to a hockey game with their kids. And it's just like, that's your price to sell your soul? Like, that's, that's really what you're doing. Even though you stood in front of me for three hours straight talking about how you're never going to get this, you don't believe in this, this is so wrong, and blah, blah, blah. You went off for, for all the different reasonings. And then all of a sudden, they told you, hey, just so you know, you can't come to a hockey game for your kid. And you're like, oh, I want to go to a hockey game. Give me it. Give me it. And you rolled up your sleeve so fast. You sold your soul. You sold out. Now, this isn't about whether something works or it doesn't work. This isn't about that. That's not the discussion we're having. The discussion we're having right now is about someone who is standing up for what they actually believe in and not selling out. So don't make this one thing or the other. The thing is, is that unfortunately, a lot of people do have a price and we quickly found out what people's price were. Some people's price was cheeseburger fries. Get free cheeseburger and fries if you show your status. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Oh, you want to go to nightclub? Guess what? You need this. I knew people who they wanted to go out on a Friday night. And in order to go out on a Friday night, guess what? Well, you had to have a, a couple of things put into you. And they were like, oh, well, if I can't go on a Friday, Friday night, then I guess I'm just going to have to go get it. And you're like, dude, you just sat here and talked to me about like how you're worried about it and all these different things. Yeah, but what kind of life are you going to have if you don't get it? <laughs> and it's just like, wow, you just sold yourself out. That was your price. Your price was going out on a Friday night. Selling out is not just a dollar amount. It is. It can be any kind of amount. Going out on a Friday night, going to a kid's hockey game, you know, going out to your wedding, whatever it is, everybody has a price. And so these people, they, they turn on the news, they get told what to think. 
hate Russia, love Ukraine, support Ukraine. And they're like, okay, hate Russia, support Ukraine, got it. They don't question anything. They don't look into it. Afghanistan is bad. We must, we must go to war with Afghanistan. ISIS is bad. Who told you these things? Where did you get these beliefs? Did you ever question that? And that's another thing is that where do these beliefs come from? I question my beliefs all the time. You know, if, uh, you know, people, if you ask them, do you want to have kids? They're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I want to have kids. Absolutely. Like that's, that's, a, that's a huge decision. Huge. It's one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your life. Like, have you actually stopped and thought about it? Like, seriously. Seriously. They'll put more thought into buying, into what color of car that they want to buy than if they want to buy a house or not. It's just in their mind. They've never questioned where has that belief come from? Why do I believe I want to have kids? Why do I believe I want to start this business? Why do I believe that I want to be a police officer? And then they dig down, do some self, self, uh, some self, whatever you want to call it. And they realize that these beliefs are not their own. They are just put there because it's from expectations, expectations from the outside world, expectations that, hey, you're not cool unless you have a house. You're not cool unless you have kids. You're not cool unless you're married. And they're just like, okay, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to buy a house. Yeah, but like, do you, you as an individual person, do you want to have kids? Do you want to do that role of being a parent? And sometimes you get right down to it and I've asked people and they're like, yeah, but like my body has the stuff in order to do it. So like, why wouldn't I do it? Oh my God, this is probably one of the worst. Anytime anybody says this to me, I just like shake my head. I'm like, you should not be having kids at all. If that's your reasoning that, Hey, I have the stuff in order to do it. So I should just do it. <laughs> no, no, you should not. There's a lot of people out there who have the stuff and they should definitely not be doing it. Unfortunately, they are doing it and they're doing it at a, a abnormal rate, much more than the people who should be doing it. And it's, it's scary. So. For people like you or I, we can only see as far as our flashlight will show. And what this means is that when you turn on a flashlight, your flashlight will only show a certain amount of distance in front of you. You can't see a thousand feet down there. You can't see a mile down there. You can't see these distances down there. So people ask you, and people will ask you these questions of like, oh, so are you going to uh, have this as your career? And you're like, dude, how do I know? I haven't even started the job. I don't even know if I'll like it or not. It's like, yeah, but you did all the training and you went to school for it, spent all that money and did all that time. Like, why would you change it? Why would I change it? Because it could suck and I could hate it. Yeah, but like you would, you wouldn't though. 
Okay, you wouldn't. And this is the thing is that normal people, the normies, they'll try and suck you into their world because they made those decisions and they don't want to see you leave and grow and prosper. And they will try and latch their tentacles onto you and suck you into their world and keep you there. They want to see you stay there. And I see this all the time. I've seen it all throughout my life. You know, when I talk about, you know, not having kids or not wanting to buy a house or not wanting to stay in a job, people always like, oh, I used to say the exact same thing and look at me now. Oh yeah, you will. You will. You'll stay here. You'll stay at this job. Everybody always says that. When I, when I left the military, everybody and their dog was talking about leaving, leaving the military. But when it came down to it, you couldn't. <laughs> there was like a handful of us at the end of it. Everybody was signing contracts faster than, than anything. It was wild. I was like, dude, what, what happened? I thought you were, you know, you were going to leave and you were going to go start your own business. And they're like, oh, you know, like I got full benefits and it, it's pretty good here. It's pretty good. You know, like I got pension. I've already got four years in, man. Like, you know, like it's good. I'm like, that's sad, bro. That's sad. Even like the, the sergeants and the warrants and all these people, they try and like put that, those thoughts into your head and like, where are you going to get a job? Where are you going to get full medical? Huh? Where, where are you going to get a pension like this? Like, I don't know, dude. I don't even know if I'll have a pension. I don't even know if I'm going to live that long to be able to have a pension. I have no idea, man. You're asking me big questions. I can only see as far as my flashlight will go. And what my flash, what I can see in front of my flashlight is that I'm not happy. I'm not digging this whatsoever. At all. None of it. So all I know is that I'm not liking this situation that I see with my flashlight. I'm in a mud hole. Okay. And I can maybe see over there in that direction. It looks like there's not a mud hole over there. So I'm going to go in that direction. And I think that might be where I want to go. It may not even be where I want to go, but I know it's probably better than this mud hole that I'm in right now. And once again, it's not to say that the military or anything like that is bad. It's just that it's once again it's it's people staying in these things not because they want to stay in there but because they're scared right so it's it is scary leaving a job like the military you literally could show up naked well they clothe you right down to your underwear they give you the socks they give you the underwear they give you everything from the underwear to a gun in your hand everything you could even live on the base if you wanted to like, it's just absolutely wild. 100% medical dental. Go to the doctor anytime. Go to the dentist anytime. You don't want to go on the run? Go go to the doctor instead. Say you got a tummy ache. Like, can you do that on the outside world? Not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> it's, so, it's so cushy. And, and to leave that, tough. So tough. Extremely tough. But if you're unhappy and you, you choose that, hey, this is not making me happy... And yeah, you're going to say no to all of that stuff. Good pay, good pension, good medical, all that, all that. You're going to walk away from that. I respect you 100%. You've got my respect. I'm going to shake your hand. And I'll probably be one of the very few people who actually do shake your hand and say, you did a fucking amazing job. 
because most people will look at you and say, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that. You had a good pension, you had medical, man, I think you really, I think you should really consider, consider your uh, situation here. And then let's say you go to another job, you're making half the amount of money. And they look at you once again and they say, wow, so you're, um, you're doing this, are you? You're, um, yeah, so pays, I, I bet pays not just as good as the military was, eh? Medical, probably don't even have any, no. Yeah, yeah. have you thought about maybe going back? Hmm? Whereas someone like myself, I'd actually have a conversation with you. I say, why? Why did you take this job? And he'd say, you know what? I've always had a passion for serving people. You know, I've always had a passion for food, good food. You know, being around people, energy, and I like, I like being a server. I like the restaurant that I that I am working at right now. And you know, we we serve up some really high quality food, and people come in, they're happy, they're excited, and I love seeing them leave better than when they came in and seeing them realize that our our food at this restaurant is as good as everyone says and I love it I make half as much as I did when I was in the military but I can tell you one thing I love it I'd say that's fucking amazing I'd shake your hand I'd have so much respect for you that's what it's all about and so even though the normies, they have it easy. They have their whole life laid out. You know, marriage, kids, house, vehicles, career, blah, 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 retirement, meh, 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 all that boring shit. And you can only see as far as your flashlight will show you. Well, it's tough. It's tough sometimes. You may be in a situation where you're kind of thinking, I don't know what direction to go right now. I have no idea. For myself, I I would always just see a situation. Let's say it was a relationship. Let's say it was a job. I would see the situation that I was in. I would say, this job is not making me happy. This relationship is not making me happy. I don't, I've never really had a plan on the other side. I've never like set up all my pawns. And this is what a lot of people, this is what people gets people scared is that they think, well, I, I want to get my ducks in a row or some bullshit like that. And it's like, if you know this is not making you happy, this thing, this thing, or this thing, maybe it's, maybe you have a house and you're like, I fucking hate this house. Like, I, I just want to go back to renting. I just want to sell this house. It doesn't make me happy. But you know that it doesn't make you happy. You know the house doesn't make you happy. You know that maybe for you, it's a job that doesn't make you happy. Maybe it's a uh, relationship that doesn't make you happy. But you're thinking, I need to have a plan on the other side. You don't always have to have a plan on the other side. Now, if you have kids and all these kinds of things to consider, then you have to have more of a plan than someone like myself. But you don't always have to have a full-fledged plan. You can just think to yourself and say, well, I know that the relationship is not making me happy. Even though I don't have a plan on what I'm going to do out after this, if I get rid of this piece right here, the piece that's not making me happy, I can put all my energy into finding a solution and so then you do that you follow through and you say okay relationship done gone awesome now you have all that space freedom to be able to make a decision 
elsewhere. Whereas like if you were in the relationship, you probably couldn't have done that as easily. Same thing if you have a job that's making you unhappy. When I left the military, I had no idea what I was going to do after. No idea. But all I knew is that I didn't want to be in the military anymore. And I got rid of that. And I floundered for a little while. And here I am today, 10 years later, in a far better mindset, in a far better position than I, than I was back there. And I, I'm thankful that I made that scary decision when everybody told me I was wrong. Everybody, all my superiors told me I was wrong. A lot of my comrades, my coworkers were telling me that I was wrong. Family was telling me I was wrong. And nobody, nobody understood. Nobody understands that it, it, like your happiness is what matters. A lot of times it's just your status. And I, that's something that I've found all throughout my life. And I think it's very interesting. You know, nobody cares about your happiness. They just care about your status. Like, wow, you're working at, uh, working at the grocery store, eh? Wow. That's, uh, it's amazing. Um, okay. You know, and they're judging you. And once again, like, like, uh, I, I want to get to know that person for, I'll give you a quick little example. Like, uh, there's, there's a young guy who works at this, um, grocery store here and he seems like such a go-getter. Like he's always out there. He's just giving her. Like he looks like a sharp young man. I think he's like maybe like early twenties, but he's like he's a sharp young man. He he's always out there getting it. He's always you know he's very friendly. He's very like something. I'm like man, he just kind of like sticks out from your say regular type person who would be working at the grocery store. Not to say that working at the grocery store is bad, but you know he just he just sticks out from the crowd. Like he should be, you know, moving through the ranks or like I could see him in a manager kind of type position. And so one of these days I want to talk to him and kind of like pick his brain a little bit and like see where he's at and like, who is this guy? He just seems really interesting. He just seems like such a go-getter. And I think that, I don't know, maybe, maybe he needs to have a conversation with someone like me where everybody else around him might be just telling him like, Hey, you have a job, be thankful for that job, be happy for that job. And that's great advice. Yes. But if nobody's telling him like, hey, you know that you, you're allowed to quit. You're, you're allowed to do something else. You're allowed to go somewhere else. You're allowed to take who you are, this person, this energy, this, this um, you know, this stature of who you are. Like I, like I said, I, I, I see him and he sticks out from everybody else. And if he were to take that and put that somewhere else, he could really do some pretty cool stuff. And so, yeah. Uh, one of these days I, I do want to like run into him and kind of have a conversation with him. And, you know, I think, uh, I think, I think it'd be really cool to kind of pick his brain and see what he's all about. Cause who knows, maybe he's already doing something. And uh, I think it'd be really cool to find out because he just seems like a really, really cool kid. But, um, anyways, guys, uh, hope you got something from this and, um, um, I, I, sh I always forget to mention it, you know, <laughs> unplugged freedom on Instagram, unplugged freedom on telegram. You can find me as well. And, um, it'd be really great if you shared this, maybe an episode or two, uh, don't forget, like there's a lot of episodes. I've shared a lot of stories. I've shared a lot of insight, a lot of uh, different things. And 
a lot of stories about my personal um, life and things that I've been through. And, you know, it's, it's all to try and like give you ideas and help and um, help you through things. And so I hope that you get something out of it. And if you do, you know, share it. That goes a, a long way. Introduce it to somebody else if you think that uh, you've got something from it and maybe you you know somebody who's kind of out there thinking in a certain situation and you say, hey, look, I found this crazy guy on on Spotify, wherever you listen to it. And you say, you may not like him. He's a little brash. He's a little harsh sometimes, but he'll give it to you straight. And I think you might appreciate his uh, advice about certain things. And I know you're going through some things and I would just like to maybe share this with you. And so that's that's how the fire gets started. And so if you could do that, that'd be awesome. And, you know, maybe that person would thank you for that and say, hey, thank you very much for sharing that with me. I, I listened to it, really appreciated it. And uh, yeah, so anyways, guys would appreciate anything um, or even like any feedback whatsoever. You mentioned to me like, hey, I just listened to your latest podcast or I listened to this story that you told and I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really sad. I'm sorry that you went through that. I'm glad that you've been doing this and blah, whatever it is. Once again, you can hit me up on Instagram, Unplugged Freedom, and leave me a message there. Uh, leave me a comment, whatever you want, and just uh, let me know that you listen to the podcast. And it's always appreciated. Like I always appreciate it. Every single time when somebody sends me a message and says, you know, I really appreciated what you said in this podcast. And um, it, it, it keeps me going. Like it's, it may seem small. It may seem like it's not that much, but really like here I am just kind of talking and how I feel an hour, an hour and a half, whatever I, I did. Uh, I have no idea. It just, it just comes from somewhere. And I just hope that within that time that you do get something. And if you do let me know. And it's just those little bits, like a lot of times I'm just talking, you know, I'm just talking and I'm just um, saying whatever I go through the work like the, you should see the process that, that I have to go through in order to record the podcast export the audio do all the stuff into the final product it's a lot of work and when somebody comes back and just says hey I listened to this podcast and I got this out of it and I just want to say thank you for that it just nothing beats that like all the work that I had to put into one podcast and all of that is just it makes it worth it. So for all of you who do do that, uh, really appreciate it. Love it each and every single time. Uh, if you haven't ever reached out on Plugged Freedom on Instagram, let me know and uh, we'd love to connect. So anyways, take care and we'll talk next time.